Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, this is the podcast that cares about cancer treatment but hates kids. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, folks? It's the We're Back edition of Hitting the High Notes Jazz Talk. It is I am here. Um, uh, the voice that you hear is Who Trans Superman? That's um, H U U T R A N Superman. And um, like I said, the boys are back in town like that one song from whatever era that was. Let's invite him for some uh, Go the Distance, the 49s uh, and 49s. Uh, nice. Uh, what's up there, um, uh, Jared? How much, man? How you been? Uh, no, just hanging out. You know, it's, it's been a long day. Some of us have to go cover. NIL stuff, which is not exciting as a as a sports producer. So oh, you were taking pictures of the trucks, huh? Yeah, good. We got trucking all right. So, um, uh, and you know, keep the, on trucking on yeah, this podcast. The the whole crew is back. Um, uh, you know, he he's been on hiatus. He's able to join us, and uh, well, we were on hiatus at the same time. And let's uh, welcome on Dragon Squatch. Another season, another. Another bunch of who fucking lies. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> what, time, what, time, what, time, what time does the clock say? That's all I want to say. What time does the clock say? What time does the clock say? I agree to, I agree to 10.58. Is it 11.18? I mean, I'm, uh, you know, but, we, we're but, waiting. But, but, but you never answered my question. Are they giving the kids parking passes to the trucks or what? Uh, they, they didn't. No, I mean, that was asked to the athletes um, uh, if they were going to get parking passes. It was not. They, the well, pa- why would the kids know? Yeah, well, well, yeah. Like I mean, um, we we weren't allowed to ask anybody except for the kids. You know what I'm saying? So, well, um, if, that's if, fucking if, useless. Let's just if, say, if, let's, if, if, yeah, if they're not the ones who play. wrote the contract. Let's just say oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. the answer that the answer that I got was, I sure hope so. They're piling up, and um, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Well, I mean, it, it's a little vague, but if um, the tickets uh, maybe I don't know tickets. Oh, okay. I mean, if they're piling that. up, then um. Uh, Maybe there's a chance that they don't pay them regardless. So who knows? Um, speculation on my part. Um, uh, but yes, yeah, uh, we're talking. We're talking. Um, uh, you know, Utah Jazz. We're actually now, now we're October, October fourth now, uh, and uh, I guess some uh, preseason starting like this week, <laughs> like Jazz Clippers in Hawaii, I think. So um, uh, you know, big time, big days. Uh, you know, uh, Dragon. Um, uh, how excited are you for? The 2023-2024 Jazz season to start. I'm not ready for it yet. No, I'm not, not ready. I'm not. I'm trying to get back into form, but I'm in. I I, uh, I went the James Harden route, and I didn't get in shape this offseason. So <laughs> yeah. You you and Nikola Jokic. Ah, uh, yeah. oh, yeah, didn't touch a ball all summer. Yeah, that's that's, that's his style though. He's yeah. a he's a, he's the champion. But yeah. I've been pretty absorbed with the Coach Prime hype train so right right i haven't really paid too much attention to the basketball yet yeah. I'm a general, as you as you once pointed out these games don't matter till like march December, 31st yeah. anyway yeah, right so yeah the regular season time. um uh you know just like the mlb regular season just doesn't matter um jayrod um uh, any, any excitement or i mean what's your excitement level here for the jazz the yaz uh maybe we finally have some i've, I've heard tell that we We've never been an athletic team, and supposedly we are now, so we'll see. Athleticism is everything. Um, uh, yeah, so now with the Jazz season started, Jazz preseason started, you can even make your bets. You can, you can bet online, and there's a way to do that. Um, uh, number one, football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with the up to uh, minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real-time updates and statistics, news, and odds um, from Week One all the way to college football uh, and Super Bowl, well, college football playoff and Super Bowl. Bet Online gives you access to all the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BLEAV. That's B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts. Um, Logan, I'm, 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 I'm always, I'm always going to remember like the second time we ever recorded that, that Jared came in and he said, Jared, read the promo. And he said, he like made up three of his own words and then just, <laughs> just stopped. Started, and I was like, started, I know that <laughs> I, that was a lot shorter than when who ran, rattled started, off. And, he just started making up. He was like, ah, believe uh, you can go bet there. And it was, it was good. <laughs> 
Uh, that was our best ad ever. It was. I was like, I was like, like I was like, um, uh, they're actually wanting to read You're like, hey, didn't you read the copy? I was like, oh, oh, there's a the copy. It's a verbatim. Um, Dragon Logan. Or who, who also just segue jazz season starting and here's football season. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just to be clear for the audience who's just listening right. for pure sex appeal. Um, uh, it is basketball we're talking about. <laughs> the John Collins Sexton Pod. Uh, Dragon, um, uh, exciting news for you, really. Um, uh, you apparently are allowed to watch jazz games now as, as a, a resident of Idaho. Yeah, I, I may have railed on that pretty pretty heavy, hard, and horny on <laughs> the day it was released. Um, hey. me, and my boy, me and my boy Gage were fighting a good fight for all the Idahoans out here just trying to watch the jazz. Yeah, you, Arnie, Gage, you guys... Uh... Did it, it, Arn, Arn isn't in, Arn isn't wasn't within the zone already. Over, the no, he was one county outside, and he was so fucking mad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, actually, it turned in hindsight, it turned out to be like a real blessing. So thank you, big beefy daddy Ryan Smith, for <laughs> actually not putting me in the zone because it actually would have been worst case scenario for me because if he would have extended the jazz.com uh, Delta Center COVID.com arena this direction. <laughs> For all your streaming services, I would have had to buy that and buy the league pass. But now, now I can one. just buy the league pass <laughs> for one low price of ninety nine ninety nine. That's such a, that's a good price. That's a good price for league pass. Um, it is. Oh I, yeah, because I'm only watching on one device. Yeah. So uh, I think that's. Uh, I think that's. Uh, uh, but yeah, you should. We, we should have recorded the night that we didn't know the answer to that because I was. <laughs> I, did we? Did, did, I think that was last week, right? That was last Wednesday that we didn't know the answer to that. And we, I think no, we mentioned it. Yeah, we mentioned it, and we were like, because I think it was the very next day that it came out. I'm like, oh, yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty sure that was, like, the, the release of Jazz Plus last week, so. Yeah, yeah, Justin yeah, I, I, touched on it. Yeah. Yeah, and just and, and just for any 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 users out there with j- just VPN, it, uh, just, just kiss my ass, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, it's uh, not that simple. It's not that easy, and I was glad that Inkator uh, totally validated me later that evening. It's not as simple as just get a... Get a VPN. Like, they've wised up to that shit, you know? So, yeah, seriously. Um, can I still get my illegal Pornhub uh, with the VPN? Uh, why do you, I can why neither do you, confirm why do you nor deny. Illegal? I can neither confirm nor deny. Oh, is that still blacked out in Utah? Yeah, yeah. Sure you still have to have a VPN uh, for that kind of shit. That probably still works. I don't think that they're that eager. Uh, <laughs> I can neither confirm nor Spencer, deny that it works. Spencer Cox is trying to, uh, you know, Quink. stop our Quink. VPNs there. Um, all right, so yeah, so you know, exciting news there, and um, you know, Jared, um, I, I think you watched or at least saw comments uh, from Media Day. Um, uh, you know, the Jazz had Media Day. Um, that's I guess, I think it's fun for fans who want to consume that content. Uh, as as a media member, maybe I should be more excited about it. Um, as a media member, I, I am yeah, excited. you I, should. I, I'm excited about it as as hey, look, you know, at least I can run something for my job. Like, all right, cool, here's something. As someone who you know runs this podcast and um, talks about stuff, I just I don't give a shit um, what they say. Uh, I've, I've in my thirty nine years of wisdom have learned that it doesn't really matter what comes out of athletes' mouths. Um, you know, you can you can hear the same stuff over again like that. We hey, you know, we know what we have to do. We have to get better, and it doesn't matter what they say until they actually do it. So, um, I didn't pay a lot of attention to what was said on media day, but um, uh, do you have any highlights that you want to uh, impart on this? Well, the the John the, the big takeaway that John Collins must think Trey Young is a fucking asshole, and he's a <laughs> and he has I guess one hell of an ego because he was like, oh, this is a an ego egoless team, or you know, this team doesn't play with a lot of ego, and and uh, that that to me kind of stuck out. I was like, oh, interesting. Uh, I guess he likes the hashtag culture in in Utah, but that guy that guy lived on the trade block for like three years, so he deserves <laughs> a little bit of a. I mean, the NBA, the NBA is the king of the king king of petty, anyways. But yeah, as, as, as far as I know, it's the first time I've ever heard the guy make comments. But yeah, that that, that was, as a non Trey Young believer, um, I, I I did enjoy that yeah. piece. And, I mean, and we yeah. heard the we heard that there like for at least two years there was. Um, oh, Andy referenced living in Layton, right? He, he did. That, that was actually the big, oh, big yeah. takeaway. Was uh, he's like, "Hey, I'm I'm sort of a Utah. I was born at Hill Force Base in Layton." So I was like, "I was like, hell, fucking yes." We've been saying Utah's yeah. own John, John Collins. You'll be getting an official official notice, cease and desist notice from the <laughs> Jazz High Notes podcast. And, uh, and the Believe Network. Or you Network. can pay us a fee. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like John him, uh, Collins Sexton. Why did you sell it Saxton? By the way, Is I think that, like... I think it autocorrected. Um, but. Uh, 
Uh, I, I must be talking about Brian Saxton a lot. But um, uh, Utah's own John Collins. I, I thought that was like the biggest thing for me today. But I'm um, also talking about the Eagle list. So I mean, Chris Dunn uh, also mentioned that. So I was like, all right, so two guys saying something about Egos. That's, that's kind of interesting. Uh, I mean, John Collins and Trey Young. Sounds like they had a contentious relationship in Atlanta regardless. I mean, there was rumors about, like, that the reason that John Collins' play went down is because Trey Young. Um, oh, oh, yeah. I was there because, you know, he just, Trey Young's game didn't mesh well with John Collins. Because, I mean, you know, just a few years ago, John Collins looked like, you know, he got a max contract, looked like, a, you know, a, a young star, had the height, had the uh, uh, athleticism. Well, Trey so. Young started freezing people out of the offense, like – yeah, and that's uh, you know like, uh, maybe, you know maybe one day we'll, we'll figure out what happened in Atlanta. Uh, and this is uh, this brings us to one of Logan's points that he made on Twitter um, a couple weeks ago, because um, there's a, there's I think a couple different jazz fans out there uh, when it comes like to trades and and, and making offseason moves and stuff. Um, there's the jazz fan who you know when John Collins got here, probably saw him more as an asset, um, somebody that all right cool like. Uh, you know, he he's got a, a a fairly good. I mean, the contract's not bad. Um, he's someone that you hope that you, they can rehab his, um, rehab his uh, uh his marketability, because uh, we we think he has the ability to be good. Um, but you know, there, there's a certain group of jazz fans who think, okay, this is more like okay, you bring him in, and then maybe you know, again, buy low, sell high type stuff. Like this is a stock. Uh, Logan, uh, you seem to be bothered by that because uh, you're more of uh, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong. Like you, you'd like to, you'd rather see um, these assets come in and actually just become assets that are future players for the Jazz. Yeah, there's two there's two things I took exception to. The first one was being that like he had new value now before he ever played a game, and that made no sense to me. His value was what it was a few months ago, and it's people made a couple different arguments that made me like, okay, I guess. Maybe I could possibly see it, but I still just don't. I can't imagine his because that's what the article was about flipping him already. And I'm like, well, the, why would the value be different now than what we just got for him? And someone hit me with like a trade within the, the trade within the division stuff. And I'm like, that doesn't exist in the NBA. My God, we traded Rudy Gobert in the division. The NBA doesn't care about divisions. Um, yep. but, but 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 for all the reasons you just said, like he's still a young player. He's got length. He's on a decent contract. So the way you would get value on him and flip him is by him being good. Why, why would you, why, if he was good, would you want to be rid of him? I don't, I don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like um, I've, I've come around more and more to the, to the NBA GM version of things. Like I, I can understand why people enjoy that part of it. I think it's like the video game culture and fantasy football part of our lives. that's spread into that. Right. But um I don't. I don't. I don't. Understand I don't understand the thinking the on thinking Collins. Collins, I guess. I don't think that he has more value more just value. because he took a picture in a white jersey. And then, if he is good and he is young and he is has a, has a reasonable contract, why would you want to unload him? I guess. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and you know that makes sense. Like, uh, I I think you're right. I think you hit the nail on that. The fantasy football, the NBA 2K. Um, it's made us all try to be more GM-like, try to make moves and stuff. Uh, Jared, where do you fall on uh, – in those two groups of – you know, you know, it's not one-size-fit-all, but do you do you lean more toward, you know, hey, I want to be like Trader Danny, figure out how to get players in, make them assets that can be moved? Or, or are you more um, uh, trying to say, hey, let's bring some players in and see if, like, we can actually build a team um, uh, from these assets that we have? Uh, I mean, I, I prefer, I like the team building part. I mean, that's part of why I like, uh, I like it when we can draft high because I enjoy, you know, watching young players that I think can grow into something. So I'm, I'm really excited. I hope that Keontae George is going to start this year. Um, he wants to, he wants to be rookie of the year. So he's very ambitious, obviously. Most of these kids are, uh, otherwise they wouldn't have made the NBA, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just exciting to have a, a guy that has a, a flair for passing and, you know, on the roster and hopefully he doesn't turn into just, you know, Mr. Spot up shooter or, or, you know, just, I'm going to just hold the ball in my hands all possession long and then try to do something with it. Okay. But um, let, let's, let's uh, sort of, let me reframe it. So, so let's go, just go back to the John Collins example. Are you more yeah. excited as John Collins as like, okay, Hey, maybe rehab and 
use John Collins as a trade bait, trade piece for uh, to to build your team uh, through trade, or you would you rather see um, a John Collins thing and become like you know do what Laurie Marketing did, come to a new team, um, become an All Star, um, be some of that uh, maybe grows with this Jazz uh, Jazz team. Yeah, I'd rather he blows up here because uh, I mean, I think he might have an affinity for the place. If I mean, he did reference the fact that he was born here, so hey, maybe there's. You know, a chance for him to develop some love for that Air Force base. <laughs> so it's, it's, it sounds like it sounds like all of us are team master bait and not yeah. team tra- trade bait. We want him to be a master of our <laughs> jazz empire, not trade bait. Well, maybe who? I don't know what who's who's, who's the asset collector. Who's the, I am I am the asset the, collector. Like he's I, the guy I'm, back there. Who, who wants John Collins? Who wants John Collins to blow up? Called? <laughs> I, I am I am the asset collector, but I do want to t- you know, really go back. So I didn't hear John Collins say. I just saw the quote and stuff online. So I don't I don't know what the tone was. First one I read I was like, oh, that's a funny joke. But um, I mean, do do you believe that him being born in Layton has a makes a difference of if he wants to stay in Utah? Are you asking me or Logan? Uh, let's go you first, then and then Logan. Okay, so I think that if he has a great rapport with the coach and he has a great rapport and he likes the no, no, team, then, not, that he'll want to stay. It doesn't matter about that. Do you think him being born in Layton? No, um, I don't think that particular fact matters. Okay, no. well, I mean, well, you, you referenced that. That's why I was bringing it up. To I see. know, but, 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 but I just meant that he could learn to love it here in, for a variety of reasons. Okay, I mean, that it, was, it just it didn't seem to make sense. I mean, look, how about you? I mean, like, you weren't, I mean, you're a transplant. You're from, from Nevada. Uh, you, you came to uh, Utah. I mean, do you think, you know, being born someplace gives you an affinity, especially if you've only spent a couple of years there? Um, do, you, do you have more of an affinity for some place that you were born, where you grew up, where you are now? I was gonna, I was gonna go with no, until Jared said no. Um, so I feel <laughs> obligated to say yes. And then thinking about thinking about the the burger bar being so close to the Air Force base up in our good old stomping grounds of Roy, I think if he spends a little more time um, up in Roy, he might change his tune. But no, it has no, it has no goddamn impact on. You know, other than we've been playing that narrative, so right, you know. yeah. I mean, like, I mean, it's like fun, but, but like, I'm, uh, I mean, you've grown up in in multiple. You know, you you've done three phases of life uh, in different places. So oh, I, I mean, I, I I will say it was when I first got back to Idaho. It was kind of cool because I was born in Idaho, and there was like kind of a weird connection there. And sometimes there still are those things that pop up. So I think there might be something there, but okay. not in his in, in his industry where he has there's so many right. more things at play. I don't think it has an impact on it, but I think it's probably a cool thing for him to kind of experience a full circle moment and he'll have some nostalgic right, so, thoughts or feelings about it. But, but the NBA is such a business right. and things. And I think NBA players, and I also did that in my thirties and not in my, you know, yeah, 20, whatever age yeah. he was. Yeah. Yeah. So, but maybe, you know, like maybe like, I mean, like you just said right there, like it was a little cool. Like, so maybe there's a little bit, maybe there was a little bit, you know, like, you yeah, know, maybe I, if he was older, I, perhaps would play a little more. I don't think it is aging. I'm, I'm sitting here dismissing it right off, offhand, but you know, you know, I just got a confirmation that at least for you, there's a little bit. So, um, but yeah, John Collins, um, uh, you know, with this jazz now and, and, and Jared talking about Keontae George, um, uh, the, the second draft pick the jazz made that year, uh, last year or last draft. Um, you know, we still haven't really heard about Taylor Hendricks yet, so it'll be interesting to see where he kind of fits in. Uh, the Jazz still kind of um, uh, are looking for for guard help, maybe. Uh, you know, it seems like they have a lot of guys who maybe fit the same mold, but don't don't have you know other abilities. We have Colin Sexton. Uh, uh, another Thompson. thing on the another thing on the John Collins talking point is the uh, did you hear the talk about perhaps him playing playing a little bit of three, stretching his game to play the three. I Instead not. of not just exclusively the four. Okay. I'm not, um, uh, you know, hey, I mean, like the Jazz are supposed to be super, like, right? Like, this is sort of the put your best best players on the floor and, you know, make it work. Like, uh, Walker Kessler, Laurie Markinen, and uh, and uh, John Collins are probably your three, you know, quote unquote, just based off talent alone, best uh, players. Uh, there's a logjam, right? Um, uh, you, know, so, you know, maybe Laurie Markinen. I mean, he has played three before, but it didn't really work out for him in, in Cleveland slash Chicago. So maybe they want him at four. I don't know. Uh, uh, um, I don't know. I, don't, I guess I don't know where I'm going with this, but, like, you know, I, I this is the first I'm hearing about it, so these are just my thoughts. I'm like, all right, I mean, hey, if they, if they want to try that, I, I'm kind of – I'm cool with it. 
And because, you know, spoiler alert, my thought about the Jazz this year, again, it's like I'm, I'm not asking them for the t- t- to tank because, you know, they've already missed that boat, I, I think. So this is sort of a year of, like, just kind of go do what you need to do. Um, it's kind of like watching, you know, a, a 10-year-old's flag football game. Like, go out there and, and do it. You know, I don't care if you win or lose. I'm just here to see the process, I guess. Um, and so... You want to uh, see, see how the sausage is made? Well, yeah, yes. So I, I want to see, like, hey, can, can John Collins be the three? Can, can they figure out a way to make it work? Can they make a way to make everybody, you know, Laurie improve, John Collins improve, uh, Walker Kessler improve, um, uh, Kelly Olenek on the league? Can they, can they find a way to do it? Um, if they make the playoffs, cool. I'm not like last year. If they made the playoffs, I would have been pretty um, upset. I was pretty upset when they won games. Uh, this is a year like if they win games, I'm okay with it. If they lose games, also not going to ruin my night. Um, just you know, I, I think the Jazz are still a couple years away from really doing anything. Um, and, and maybe they come out again this year like they did last year, and you know the first 20 games they look really good and like all right, cool. Maybe, maybe this will be. The actual start of something because last year I, I felt like the the start was like it was all fool's gold last year this year I, I feel like there's actually a process to it I guess or uh, this is the start of the process I guess so um, and why do you think there's a process this year because of the guys they brought in or because of, or building on what happened last year what 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 what's changed from this year to last year that makes you feel like they have something to build upon uh, last year there was more I like to me I, I felt like it was more beneficial just to you know kind of go out there. Um, and you know, I, you know, there was obviously things that needed to be done. They needed to trade Mike Conley. They needed to trade Malik Beasley. They needed to trade. Uh, you know, they had a couple of pieces that didn't fit. You know, the, the timeline that you know we all kind of assumed was going to happen. Um, so like everything I like we saw in the beginning, you're like, well, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter because the end result need, needs to be to get good draft picks for the, for the for the end of the year. Uh, you know, this year the Jazz don't. You know, they kind of own the draft pick, uh, but it's probably going to convey right. Um, uh, and thanks, um, Derek Favors. <laughs> D phase has no haters. And um, uh, the other thing is like now, okay, like cool. Now we still we still have a lot of assets. We've already brought some assets in. Now it's time to like okay, let's see, let's see what's what's real, what's not, what's what's full gold. If if Laurie Markkinen can have another year like he did last year, great. That means we have two years of data that he can do it. Uh, if John Collins can look like he did, you know, a few years ago when he was putting up some pretty good numbers, okay, then yes, you know, like, we just have more data points this year, and um, I feel like, okay, cool, like, a- anything that we saw last year just didn't feel like we could, it could be actionable. Um, you know, like, I, I don't know if Laurie Markin is the multi-time all-star. I saw him do it, and I saw him do it once, and that's, that's good, but we've seen guys go for one-year all-star, and then just never done, have never done it again, you know? Um... And I, I want to see what happens when you put other good pieces around Laurie because he's been on teams with other good pieces, and he hasn't been the focal point. Um, I'm, a, I'm a cream rises to the, to the top type of guy, um, and I feel like if, if Laurie was, you know, in the tier of like, you know, you know, again, this is a high tier, but you know, Giannis, uh, LeBron, those guys doesn't matter where they go, they're going to be the top guy. Um, Laurie, I want to know if he can be a guy that can go anywhere and be a top guy. So. Um, so just uh, I guess my mindset has changed on like what you know I think is gonna happen this year. So I'm a little more right. So you want to see if Laurie can do more with the ball, create a little bit for other people, that kind of stuff. Is that what you mean? Or I just want to see if he, he can replicate. I, I, I want to see um, you know what from his you know his first what, five six years in the league is actually true. You know we we've seen stuff where he's kind of been buried behind other guys. We've seen him play out of position. And we've seen him um, come to Utah and have All Star year. You know, will, will right. the real Laurie please? And up most like, of that, well, and most of that year was him being set up by an All Star, or I don't know if I should call him an All Star. I don't know. Sorry, Mike Conley, friend, unfriend of the podcast. <laughs> but but he was being set up by a really good veteran NBA guard most of the year until we traded that guy at the trade deadline. So, so I mean, and, yeah. and the Jazz, like, the Jazz last year felt like, hey, you know, I mean, there's a reason why Colin Sexton was held out for as long as he did. There's a reason, like, it it wasn't that hard to figure out the Jazz were going to try to not compete um, as much as they did. And so I was angry at the beginning of the year because those wins at the beginning of the year just didn't matter, and it actually hurt the Jazz uh, at the end of the year. Um, 
And so, what um, is uh, what, what would you? I mean, what would you view as a successful Lori marketing year two campaign? Does it have to be as good as last year? I think as good. Better? As, yeah, I, I don't think, think it needs to be better. I think as good. Like if he can just show that he can be the guy that he was last year, because he hasn't really shown that. He's shown it in spurts. Um, that is in interesting. Yeah, kind of the way, kind of what I what I see at least on the Twitter verses. The belief is that he that most people believe the chances are he won't be as good. That it was an anomaly, and there's this, there's a small pocket that believes that that may have been just the precursor to getting better again this year. But I don't see too many people even just saying, "Hey, if you replicate last year, that'd be fantastic." So I'm just curious what your thoughts well, were because on that. I, I, th- I think as people, we just assume, "Hey, as you grow, like we we assume that one more year of doing something, one more year, like we we assume that we always get better at stuff." And and the thing is that like we when we're watching these athletes on TV. Um, we just think that there's going to be jumps as opposed to be like small increments. Uh, like he might just get like, and when I say stay the same, he, he probably might get incrementally better, like small increments, but it might not be like, I mean, he went from, you know, being a third or fourth guy in Cleveland to the number one guy. That's a pretty big jump. I'm not expecting another jump like that again. Like that, that's a, that's a pretty hard ask. Right. Um, but just, yeah, he was, a, he was, he was a throw in, you know, right. you know it's, 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 it's just, it's, it's interesting to me just, I would say like ninety percent of my timeline is the belief he takes a step back, and I don't know. It's, it's just it's just interesting things. I mean, if he if he replicated the same year to me, that that would be fantastic. And it may or may not result in an all star, but he was also right. A, you know, a great player. So if he, if he holds that down, I think that's something to build upon. Right, yeah, so like, if I just saw if he if he just does all star if he just does like the all star play again, yeah, he might not make it again. He might not be a coach's choice, right? Um, but you know, if he puts that same type of year again, like we saw it with like Rudy and Donovan, we heard like they didn't always like take huge jumps. I guess uh, you know maybe not, that's not fair. I, I think Donovan made some leaps from uh, almost year to year. Uh, Donovan would start off slow, and then all of a sudden at the end of the year, you forgot that he started off slow. Um, but you don't have to make. I don't think it has to be huge leaps for me. I'm like, all right, cool, he can do it. Um, I'm a, I'm a little uh, so I, I am worried that he takes a step b- back. Um, uh, I don't know if he regresses to his Cleveland days or whatever. Uh, the the other thing that would be nice to see, like if he can do it with other like quote unquote alphas, other number ones on the team. Like is John Collins a number one? He I don't know. I don't know he, we'll see. Like if if, if I think Lori, that John Collins approved, he's not an alpha. He's not. He's not <laughs> so, so and that's the things that like you know sometimes like just people it, we, we you don't see a lot of teams. Put a lot of alphas together. It just it doesn't it doesn't always work, right? Um, you know, look at Philadelphia. I mean, they they keep trying to add different alphas to the team, and it just doesn't work. Clippers and everything. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. So I, I want to see how these players interact and and everything. So that's that's kind of where. Does that I'm mean going. you think that Paul George is an alpha? Man, you know, I I, I keep discrediting Paul George, but you know, the, I, I I always look at his stats. I, I look at I look at everything he does. I'm like, man, he. <laughs> I don't know if I put him alpha. I, I put him. I don't know. I, again, we'll have to make. The, I think it's. It, I think it's tough. We'll have to make like, this tier I mean, list. Like I'm a Paul George kind of falls into this weird because like he had a lot of injuries too. Like, if you had him as your number one on your team, I guess you wouldn't be disappointed. But also, we've seen him as the number one on the team and it hasn't really gotten that far. So, yeah. the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. So. Who uh, are precious jazz? <laughs> <laughs> No, he's he's very enigmatic because when he's when he's healthy, he's very good. And even 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 Pacer Paul George is pretty. I mean, you know, there right. wasn't many people giving LeBron a run for his money, but he, there there was moments uh, where he watched it like holy shit. But yeah, but the injury all, piece of the, the, the injury, injury in the stuff. playoffs, yep. and, the, and the early playoff struggles, you know, all at T Mac is uh-huh. hard to look past sometimes. Yeah. But it's kind of like Kawhi Leonard. Like Kawhi Leonard is, God, like there are times when he's the top two, three player in the NBA, but I mean now he's always so injured. Like it's like where do you put him? You know. This is yeah. hard. So, no kidding. Uh, yeah, Dame, Dame, Damian Lillard. I kind of like that guy is an alpha for sure, right? You, you you want him to lead your team, but that guy's also only been through Western Conference Final one time. Like, at some point, there's you know, it's not just the team. There's like he can't he can't lead a team, or I don't know. Just it's, it's weird. To, like I can't put him in the same level as Steph Curry. Um, but you know, maybe I mean maybe he'll go and be with Giannis, and being the guy behind Giannis, and uh, might really just elevate him to the next level. So. Um, that's weird because I mean you have such physical specimens, and I mm-hmm. think maybe some of it has to do with how to get two. I don't know. Maybe I think it's something to do with st- size and stature in the game because, like you said, the Giannis's and LeBron's and the Embiid's of the world can do it wherever they want. But 
I mean, a, a, a fascinating thought activity is what is Steph Curry like if he doesn't end up in a, a perfect ecosystem, right? Like, yeah. I think he's still going right. to be great, but I don't know if he, you know, some people are going to knock on the Mount Rushmore category. And I don't, you know, I think he, he was a big part of that, but also like the whole thing was built perfectly. Yeah. I mean, he had to find someone that believed in letting well, him do something that like, never happened. What know? if Dame ends up in Golden so, State and Steph ends up in Portland, right? Like, do their careers just kind yeah. of reverse? Because they're both, you know, they both have, you know, great two-point range. They both have great instincts. Uh, okay, now I know that both of you don't believe in defense because if you're trying to tell me that Dame is as good of a defender as Steph, I just I don't want to hear that shit. Uh, no, I'm not really. I'm not really saying any of that. I mean, I, I can't. I can't tell you that I watch defense. So I also don't know, but um, I'm just saying that like is Steph, defense is a learned skill, right? Is, so. is Steph really known as a as a, a good defender? Uh, I mean, have you seen him play defense in the finals? I mean, he he's known as a gambler. He makes he makes a lot of steals. He kind of reminds me in some ways of Stockton, just with how wily he is on defense and just can get away. I just I've, I've never heard anybody describe Steph Curry as a good defender. This is this is the first. I'm Dray- Draymond, Draymond, it's all Draymond Green. If you put Draymond Green with with, with early um, with early game, uh, he'll change his change his ways. Oh yeah, that's yeah. It's all Draymond. Draymond would be everywhere. I, do, I mean, do you remember that year that that that, that uh, there was a year I heard again? Don't watch defense, but there was a year I heard that Kyrie Irving learned to be a good defender. I think so. I think it's. I've always thought if Kyrie can learn it, it's learned skill. But I, could, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm just saying I don't know that. Like, I don't know. I don't know why we're talking about Steph Curry, but. No. I'm not trying to disrespect. I'm not got, trying to disrespect got, the Who's the one that brought up Dame versus Steph? So I don't. I don't. Physical stature. We we're talking about. If you're big enough in the NBA. Steph is two inches taller than Dame, orbit. isn't he? Oh, uh, cool. I'm talking. I'm talking about the monsters of the world. We're talking about the big, the very big boys. <laughs> Uh, so the, you know the, the physical freaks of, of the the NBA still still can uh, and and I, I think I heard, I mean is Taylor Hendricks one of those physical freaks? Is that why he went so high? Um, um, I don't know. We'll never see. seen him play a game of basketball. Yeah, so well, I guess we'll, we'll guess we'll find out uh, sooner than later. Um, so it's been, you know you know we just got done with the break and um, we were talking about Dame and part of that Dame trade was uh, Drew Holiday who now finds his way into Boston. Um, Interesting, um, uh, uh, you know, articles that came out, you know, like literally like the day after he got traded to Boston. Of course, this is um, something that you guys brought up when Danny H came to Utah. Uh, the 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 almost trade, you know, like almost trade trader Dan Dan, right? Like, and here we are. Uh, now we're experiencing experiencing it in Utah. Um, how's that going for you, Dragon Swatch? Like, I'm, uh, you know, you hear about the almost trade, like the Jazz almost traded for Drew Holiday, and they almost traded for. Oh God! Somebody else. Gallinari. Gallinari. Oh no! Was it somebody else recently? No, but they were they were rumored they were rumored it on Gallinari too. Someone made the fact that made someone made reference to the fact that it was kind of not. It's, it's probably not a coincidence that two, two players that Ainge was rumored to be on ended up in Boston. But I don't I don't know who else was. I don't I don't pay attention ton of attention to it. But. They said he wasn't. They said he wasn't in on Dame, right? So I don't know. But. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was Dame. I'm, uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Um... Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think. Oh, that, Porzingis. I think Ames... Porzingis was the other guy. I was thinking of. Um, yeah, sorry, who did I say? That? I'm not Gallinari. Porzingis. That's Porzingis. There we go. Sorry. Porzingis. Why did I Porzingis. say Gallinari? Yeah. <laughs> you you have a hard on for Gallinari. So um, yeah, Porzingis. Yeah. Uh, Porzingis, and, and 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 you know, so obviously two guys that were in Boston that are now in Boston, Danny Ainge. Um, uh, going for, but like this was like one of the criticisms I know that when when Danny came to Utah. You're like, oh boy, Danny Ainge. You know, you know, he's always almost making these trades, and that was a criticism. But now, you know, here we are. You know, now we're Jazz fans. Now we're, or now we're Jazz fans, but we're Jazz fans. And now, um, Danny Ainge is part of the Jazz ecosystem. Um, how do you feel about hearing about these almost trades? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I think it, back to one of your original questions. How do you feel going into the season? It doesn't make me feel great because I don't know that he's ever. He hasn't been afraid to pull the trigger on these really lopsided trades, right? These blow it up trades, but I don't know that he's ever made the big put you over the top trade, has he? I mean, I could be wrong. Garnett. Garnett's the only one I can think of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was Allen and Garnett, but I don't. And that was the, the word is he got a pretty gnarly assist from a former teammate who was running the other organization, but. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't think we have that. But now there was a Paul Pierce in place already that, with that situation, though, right? So there's a. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know that he. 
I don't know. This is this is the part I was worried about. It's like uh, we were caught. I kind of called him out for the almost trades, and he blows up our entire roster. And so I had to backpedal a little bit. But now we're back into that <laughs> yeah. zone of like. Now we're back into almost trades he, again. Will he actually do it? I mean, because he, he always feels like he has to win the trade, right? Uh, I feel yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, did, I mean, I guess that another question was: Would you guys have? I mean, would you have wanted Drew Holiday on the team? I, I know the Ooh. cost is part of it, but I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know what well, the answer to that either is, though. Let me ask. Let me ask Jared first. Some, uh, you know, again, the trader Dan, Dan, Danny, the the almost trade stuff. That was again a criticism that you guys brought up. Um, now we've had at least two stories this month: Porzingis and Drew Holiday. Um, how do you feel? It I don't know. It might have bothered me if I wanted either of them on the team, but I just don't see how they would fit here, personally. Okay. I mean, and, and uh, okay, that, that's fair. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's interesting that you also a lot of people wanted Drew Holiday. Um, what is what is? Why do you not like Drew Holiday? Uh, I just don't think he's as good of a shooter as people think he is. Um, he's like sub forty percent from the field, and I don't know. Do we really need a guard that's an He's not a movement shooter, so he can't catch and shoot it. Um, and he's not that great of a facilitator. And he, have you seen him dribble in the playoffs? It's bad. It's real bad. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I didn't see it with him. I didn't see the fit on the roster here. I, I get it for Boston because they want, they need a stopper at point guard, and you know, um, but they're gonna I guess they're gonna be matching up with Dame. Um, but I, I just didn't see it for us. Yeah, that's interesting because like I haven't seen a lot of. I've seen a, a couple, but I, most of the people I've seen really thought that Drew could help this team. Um, you know, because I mean, Drew is a a guy that you know he's, a, he's his stats are, are pretty good. He, he's I think he found a role there in Milwaukee. Uh, he, he was pretty good in New Orleans. Um, I don't know about you know his dribbling or his three point. I, I, when I watch players, I don't usually scout them like that. I guess. Um, so yeah, I thought it was just interesting because you know uh, Drew Holiday, but you know that's a veteran guard coming in uh, that can play point guard. Uh, you know the Jazz kind of have that like that's like the Jazz' biggest need, right? Is, is, is point guard. Uh, it feels like they have three combo guards on the team uh, in Keontae, Colin, and uh, and uh, Jordan. Uh, and Logan, like you said, you don't yeah you didn't really have an opinion about Drew Holiday, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that when it comes to Drew Holiday, and not in an ironic fashion, if my thoughts on Drew Holiday are that Shaquille O'Neal uh, meme where it is, I I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with your game. Yeah, because yeah. well, I, cause, I mean, I, I work off the belief, I just work off other people's evaluations of him that he's a good player, he's a good fit, but I really don't know what he does well, right? Like, I don't, I don't really yeah, know. Like him, uh, because, um, I mean, I know, I've, I've heard he's a good defender, I know he, he does a lot of the small things right i don't i don't know i, I think i think maybe it. logan and i share the same like brain on he like, tells his he, he spells his name terribly but other than that i don't know <laughs> well we have colin with two l sexton so you know um, but he, he he spells drew and holiday wrong right so i mean he, he does <laughs> two, two l's up uh, i think it's actually drew though like with yeah. the like a slight j sound so it's a slightly different name we <laughs> use this we use this j as a d here yes and so uh yeah so i, I think Drewski Logan, I, holiday i sort of like so the reason i, I don't like try to scout players because I'm, I'm not a scout like i'm i'm i you know i you don't trust me. You don't want me scouting people's games like this. But um, I do like to like try to pull like the the Twitter sphere and make my own mind palace about it. Um, you know, and I hope that if you're listening to the podcast, you're not listening because you think we are any any either any of us are, are good scouts. <laughs> oh, I'm secretly um, employed by by 29 NBA teams. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, uh, so that's why I uh, so that, that's why I, I, I kind of agree with uh, Logan. I'm like, well, you know, this is what everybody else is saying, and I'm just gonna take that as gospel because I see enough people saying that Drew Holiday is a good player. That I, I yeah, but to, it, but, right? to that, but to that point, I mean something, but because you are familiar with Jokic's game, or Embiid's game, mm. or Dame's game, yeah, you're familiar with their game, right? That's right. the point. I mean, Drew Holiday. It's like to maybe to Jared's point a little bit is like, what is he really? Like people tell us he's good, but I can't think of like off the top of my head what his great skill is mm. you know so it's i guess there maybe maybe that's part of what it is yeah so it's just um, yeah it, but zach Lowe quoted like drew holiday moments and one of them was some random uh game five in a series they lost and i was like really that's that's your that's, that's one of yours <laughs> 
I mean, so he didn't, so, he didn't clinch the series. I mean, he was good in the finals. He had a good performance in the finals. He was a massive part of clinching that form for sure. So, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. Things. I don't, I don't really know much. I, I, I don't know. I don't know much about his game. So, which I so think let's say so Drew Holiday or indictment on him. Let, let's let's talk, let's talk about the Jazz. You know, with the the empty spot at point guard. Really, um, we, we we I mean, I've seen a lot of conjecture of what the Jazz are going to do. Um, uh, you know, starting. You know, maybe they start Keontae. Maybe maybe do they do Jordan Collin. Maybe THT is the starting point guard. Um, all those seem to be flawed in some way. Um, they, I, I wonder. I wonder if what we saw from at the end of the year from THT was fool's fool's gold or not. I think that's going to determine how big is the role he plays well, that, on the team. That's is. exactly. That's exactly like. But that's the thing that we don't know. And so. Yeah, exactly. But, we don't. But if you start THT. Um, there is that thought that, like, if you started Drew Holiday on the team, you probably don't have that same thought that you have with THT. At least, he, right. you know, Drew is, is a proven guard. So this is, right. uh, and again, the uh, if, at least if you had traded, you know, if the Jazz had traded for Drew, you know, whether you like him or not as a player, you're just like, okay, well, at least as a veteran point guard that we've seen have success at the level. Uh, THT, you've only seen it in spurts. You don't, you know, you wouldn't have the same confidence. Well, I feel like Drew's, Drew, the problem is like he's on a he's a Mike Conley, like he's aging, right? Like I feel okay, like and, that's and, kind and of the that's, problem. And that's that's yeah. that's fair. He's aging, uh, but what what is the problem with having an aging point guard with this roster? I guess uh, maybe nothing. But the one who trade Conley off last year. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't give the young guys a chance to develop. But um, my my. So 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 we're are we just saying that playing time equates. Uh, Developmental playing time, yes. Developmental playing time, because I think that no matter how much you practice, I think getting NBA minutes is kind of a. So I mean, on, on the other on the other side of the coin, I guess I say like having a veteran point guard to teach someone like you know, like I mean, Donovan Mitchell talks about having how having Ru- Ricky Rubio and Mike Conley there really helped shape his game a little bit. Um, mm. Having having a veteran point guard, you know, interesting. Sharing. Well, they they taught him not to pass. They taught him not to share the ball. <laughs> yeah. But, I'm um, sorry. Uh, just um, you know, like he, he became a playmaker because of those guys, right? So, uh, and you know, and again, maybe he just maybe he was just giving a slip service. But I mean, so do you? I mean, so I guess some uh, do we believe that veteran veteran players are not a asset to young players? I guess. I think it's a mixed bag. I think it depends on what the veteran expects of the situation. I mean, so. I, mean I, I guess I mean I, I get it. I mean, there's. I'm just making the counter. Yeah, I, I think I think with Drew Holiday though, you're not just looking for him to be. I mean, at what at what what the return was on him, and I know he's aging, but I don't. I still put him a couple of years ahead of the Mike Conley's of the world. So, I, mean, I think Mike Conley's like on his last leg, hamstring. But um, <laughs> I don't. Fair. I, I, I think Drew's a little bit younger. I don't think you bring a guy into that with that contract and that haul. To be just a mentor, I mean, I think well, he's trying, uh, maybe get the best of both worlds, right? Right, that's sure, what I'm saying. So. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, he couldn't like just because he's on the team doesn't mean your development of your young guys stops. Is I guess the point I was trying to make. Um, you know, I, I don't. I, I also don't. I also don't believe it's just giving a player minutes in an NBA game. Oh shit, he's like the same age as Mike Conley, but I guess he's a little healthier. Shit. So. <laughs> Um, he feels stronger. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just one of the things that, like, I'm, uh, you know, I, I just heard the argument. So I'm just like, okay, well, what's the argument against it? I guess, and so that's what I was uh, trying to go. Yeah. Because... I mean, I, I don't, I don't think you're wrong. I'm just thinking, but also to Jared's point too, it would be a little bit ironic to ship out Conley one year than yeah, bring in Drew. Yeah. But, but, but I, I don't know that that's the case though. I think that maybe, I guess the, the same, the same argument could be combated though. I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's it's very strange. I don't know what Danny Ainge is up to. It's very it's very right. weird. Right, and, and oh, there. I think that's the like what we think is going to happen to. That's actually a great segue because you know, like what I think the Jazz are doing. What I think that, again, why I'm okay with whatever happens this year because I, I still think the Jazz are still trying to collect assets, right? Because um, it sounds like you know, and Logan, you just talked about earlier, like he's never made the move to like go over the top, and I feel like you know the Jazz have collected all these assets are still trying to collect assets to make that move to get over the top um do i agree with it I, i'm not quite sure that's a, probably a topic for another time but it feels like i feel like that's where the jazz are going um i don't think it's gonna be a slow build like all right let's bring these guys in and you know again if, if john collins and laurie Markin both have all-star years or something okay cool then maybe maybe the jazz are we, you can shift that just way, a like, piece right, away yeah, yeah, yeah shift that way like all right cool now we can build around laurie now we can build around uh, uh, 
Collins, we can build around Walker. Like, say, say if the core is already here, great. Then you don't have to go get the Luka Doncic of the world. You just have to go get, um, I don't know, the, whatever the third piece is, if, if you feel like you already have your two, your two you know, main pieces of the, of the roster, right? Um, you know, and get somebody cheaper, but somebody, uh, I'm trying to, gosh, I'm just trying to think of, you know, maybe you're the Aaron Gordon away. Like, maybe all you, I mean, maybe you already have Jokic and, and Jamal Murray on the roster and you believe in them, and all you need was, you know, a good draft pick and Michael Porter Jr. And, and Aaron Gordon, and boom, that's your championship core, you know? So, oh, I like um, this. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, again, if that's, you know, that's why we have to see like, if, if, if Collins or, or whoever, it could, it could be Colin Sexton. It could be, I don't know who, it could be Keontae, Keontae George. Uh, whoever, if the Jazz feel like they have those, the, the two hard pieces, I think, to start an NBA championship are the two, you know, superstars, not just all stars, like the two, you know, guys that are going to, you know, being that top, two really top, top 20 tier, players. Yeah. You know, yeah, like two in, top in, twenty guys. Yeah, at least a Paul George tier, you know, where you have Paul George, you know, so. Um, yeah, where we have an enigmatic guy, where if you don't know if he's good enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, Logan, that, that's that's, like, that, that's where I think the Jazz are kind of going. I'm, uh, hate it, love it. I'm, uh, you probably hate it. <laughs> Who me? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't. I just don't. I don't. If you were to ask, because you said this in our little notes, what do we think? And I honestly I just think for a second. I'm like, you know, all smart after, smart ass remarks aside. I don't know which way, I don't know which direction they're headed, and that's where I kind of got. I like before I sat down on the toilet, I got a little bit depressed for a second because I was like, "Wait a second! Like I'm excited for the Jazz, but like I don't really know what their direction is." Um, you know, but I guess if we, and so I would have I would have been like, "Okay, I guess you, you could have convinced me that that's their their path still is asset collecting." But um, if we believe that the Danny Ainge rumors are true that he was linked to Porzingis and he was linked to Drew Holiday, I would go the other direction. I think that he thinks. Because those aren't those aren't the Lucas or the Embiid's of the world, but they're also not. I don't think you acquire a Drew Holiday to flip it because you have to give up assets to get a Drew Holiday, right? So that's what's. Yep. I don't know. I guess I'm more confused and, uh, now than I was. And like the things that like I'm maybe, a, maybe those aren't true rumors. Maybe right? Those yeah, are right. Fake, rumors, and we don't know what they're, the... they're very confusing because those aren't guys you make moves for. Right. They're not rumors. They're they're fake. I, I, I wonder I if it know. was like I wonder if it was like you know because we're all in kind of fantasy football football mode and you're trying to say hey like hey you know Drew Holiday's available. Would you take I don't know THT whatever else salary and like maybe one first round pick for him? And they said no, right? They said all right, cool. Maybe maybe that's what linked means, right? We don't we don't know if he what offer he made. You know, if it was lowball offer, we don't know if it was kicking the tires type thing. Um, you know, like because. Again, what, what do they get for Colin? They get cap space for Colin, right? Or sorry, uh, John Collins. Yeah. So you know, so, so I think someone put that out there. Like maybe he's trying to make another trade for John Collins, bring him in for cheap, and see if you can quote unquote rehab his value, and you know then you can you know do whatever like trade him or or keep him. Whatever. Yeah, I mean that, that, that's true, but I mean I mean that's I guess that's what I'm saying. Do you believe that? That's you saying you don't necessarily believe the rumor, but I mean I, I don't think they would. I, I guess what I'm saying is, the, if, if if the intention of the rumor was to say he was in on, it, I don't think it's just like the, the courtesy phone calls. Like he really was bummed he missed out on it. So that, that's what's weird. Is and again, the irony being is you you know you bring in the Porzingis and the Drews when you have a when you have a Jalen and Jason already, <laughs> right? So that's yeah. that's what's very confusing about it. I don't know that we we. Well, I mean, I, I know that we don't. As of today, we don't have that now. Did the you say Jalen starting? We don't know. Brown. Oh, Jason to, to, Tatum, to, to, to the Celtics. Okay, I was like, I was like, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute. I was like, yeah, but um, no, I'm just sorry. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, we're on a first name basis over there. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying that the JB, Przingis, a fellow JB. The, yeah, the Przingis and Drew seem like the kind of moves you make to add to a team you think is on the verge, right? Your, your Aaron Gordon type move. So it's, mm-hmm. it's and, very interesting. He was, he was linked to those two guys, and, and maybe, and maybe, so. Dan, and maybe Danny, who you know obviously makes a lot more money than us, just is like, hey. I can do this and this and this, you know, or not do any of it all and still be fine, right? Like, I don't know. Like, if he gave up a couple draft picks yeah. to get Drew Holiday, the assets, you know, the Jazz still have a lot of assets. Then they have. Well, Drew I Holiday. feel like if if we're, you know, if we're not in the if we're if we're not in the rumors, maybe he's not doing his job. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, because that's, like that's also, Danny's that's also Danny's good. just always got balls in the air trying to figure out which which ball he wants to move and which one he wants. to I mean, you're right. He he does he does get paid a lot of money, but I, I can tell you this: I know for a fact he makes ten percent less than he could. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, um, yeah, they just take it right out of the salary. So yeah, 
<laughs> but um, uh, yeah. So when, it, when you when you when you work for the Jazz, the Delta Center, they take it from your paycheck, like <laughs> the, the church does. Like, yeah, yeah, well, the old. church doesn't even do that anymore, so I don't think. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. Ryan starts bringing back all the old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we got um, uh, we got uh, you know. So the Jazz. I mean, I mean, Jared, what do you think? the jazz direction is headed this year. Like, I mean, you, you've heard where I thought you've heard what Jar- or uh, dragon thought. Um, how about you? Um, well, I mean, are you asking me to predict like how they finished the year and seeding and stuff like that? Just a feeling of like where you think the jazz are going. Like, what do you think the jazz is? I mean, kind of, kind of put your GM hat on. What do you think the jazz are trying to accomplish? Are, are, are they going for, or like, what are they doing? I think they're trying to what get the best of both worlds. Mom, meatloaf. Yeah, I think they're trying to get the best of both worlds. I think they're trying to win as many games as they can while they're uh, quote-unquote shorting, which I guess is what they, the big NBA talking heads seem to keep calling it. They're shorting these other teams, hoping they'll shit the bed and be crafty so that they'll get a nice pick. Uh, I think they're trying to get the best of both worlds because they know that fans do don't mean, show up when we suck. Nice, I'm sorry, uh, explain. I don't understand. Win games, win games uh, as many games as they can, mm-hmm. and then get a decent draft pick from somebody else because they end up stumbling. I think they're trying to are trying to thread the needle of they still want to be competitive and good. They don't have draft they, picks, do they? Uh, I mean, depends. If they win too much, they don't, but mm-hmm. yeah. It's a bad year anyways. Who gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> well, that's according, according, that's according, according to everybody, it's a shit draft, but so, I don't. I never trust well. that because it feels like it, the Giannis, Giannis came out of a shit draft, so who knows? And um, also, no. you know, just the the, the 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 greatest draft in the history of mankind. Also, people believe that the 16th pick has a shot at rookie of the year. Yeah, so, so yeah. I mean, that's um, that's some yeah, shit like, right there. We will talk about Keontae <laughs> some other time. I, I'm just like, cause I, yeah. I just like it, the Jazz. You mean KG? He's been dubbed the new KG. Uh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> I think um, his, I think his teammates call him Tay. So that's probably what's going to end up being. Um, Tay. Yeah. Uh, and we have Tay. We have Tayho. So. Um, <laughs> We've got Tejo. But, uh, <laughs> Tejo, Te- Tejo, Tejo. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I mean, it, it, it's interesting because, like, the Jazz, like, again, they, they don't have a lot of incentive to lose. I mean, maybe they want the top 10 pick this year. I don't know. There, there are people out there who think the Jazz should try to get the top 10 pick this year. Um, Logan, would you be happy if the Jazz finished in the play in this year, ninth seed? Um. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I want to say no. I want to say no, but I also know what happened last year when I started playing games. Right. Right. So, I'm trying mean, to be honest, Jared. Jared, I'm a playing, play, playing. Good for you. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I think I think that's probably fair. Like again, uh, people. I think for people to find success. A lot of people are just like, as long as you were better than you were last year, as long as you did something better than you were last time, um, I think that makes people pretty happy. Um, there's gonna be, there's obviously gonna be the people out there who are like, oh, they need to, you know, have this bar for it to be a success. And apparently on this podcast, we don't have that bar. So, um, uh, uh, you know, listen, listen to that podcast if, it, <laughs> if that's what you need. So, uh, all right, Logan, I'm a last chance here to do anything else in your notebook, or we can start um, uh, hitting the corner here, or the, the gosh, we haven't done it in a while, uh, the uh, poultry corner, the produce corner. Produce, uh, no, yes, uh, no, that's right, my, produce. Yeah, we, produce went rotten. Um, <laughs> we're just, uh, we, you know, as, 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 a true, as a true Denver Nuggets fan, and being defending champions, I think we should really just rehash the Nugget Pouch. Oh, the Nugget yeah, Pouch. All right, yeah. Sorry, I love Mar- it. The Pro's Corner was always a double entendre uh, with Marnay. I just didn't know what the second part of the entendre was. So I'll figure it out one day. But yeah. Nugget Pouch. Too many, too, too many, too many words. But <laughs> but I mean, for me, for me, every every Nugget Pouch has two testicles. So I've got two random points. Um, <laughs> And they all kind of they all kind of connect to some some degree. And my, I, I, you should see my notebook; it's a fucking mess. Um, but the two I would like to spotlight tonight is uh, why so much Kessler cuckery? Like, um, it's it's okay to like Walker Kessler; he's a nice young player. He could turn out to be fucking amazing. But we don't we don't need to do this thing, Jazz fans, with uh, our centers where we try to just over project them. Like I'm just begging you, I'm just. 
for the love of God, I beg you, please don't make me hate Walker Kessler like I hate Rudy Gobert. Like, I'm just asking that you give that to me because I like the kid. I think he's got potential, but like, he's not untouchable and he's not like an all star. Like, he's there's. I'm sorry, guys. Like, please just let's just take a step here, okay? Oh, he, he was the throw in for how, a team US for the team USA B team. How so long he, ago? We talked about that, this many times, man. How long ago yeah. do we have that? That you and I had that Walker Kessler conversation on the pocket it was like three months we, ago we, we did we did for sure and then i saw it fire i saw it flare up again a couple times today with tra- with with trade machines I'm like oh not for kessler man that's a deal breaker <laughs> i'm like i'm like uh no oh man like i don't know i'm, I do, I do, I'm, telling, I'm telling you right now it's got it has to go back to like it's got to be genetic i fired off a beautiful tweet one time about it about how it's got to be it had to be like something squirted from the previous generations into this group of kids where we were always a center away right like Mark Eaton was like just late in his career when the other guys were good, and that we were always Felton chasing Spencer, with Oster Olden Polonies, Cycli. Yep. Like, yeah, it's just got to be like this affinity for centers to where like we just it's got to be genetic, man. I don't know what it is. And then and then it was always oh well, if Oster Tag just tried a little bit harder, uh, <laughs> then we would have been Oster Tag. Fantastic yeah. follow on Instagram is all I'm gonna say. He was like hanging out with Joe, like <laughs> yeah. pick a pickleball champion, regular tag, so. Yeah, yeah, and then then the, the last testicle is, uh, you know, New Jersey's new uniforms, New Jersey patches, new streaming, all these wonderful things. I think the underreported story here is that um, Ryan Smith doesn't give a fuck about cancer anymore, and he doesn't care about finding a cure because he just took <laughs> that, patch, that patch right off. Um, he cared about cancer for a few years, and he no longer gives a shit, so. Sorry, guys, we didn't find the cure while uh, <laughs> while the money was rolling in. But I just don't think enough people are acknowledging that part of this whole this, this great offseason. On, on the day that Qualtrics released like 700, laid off, I should say, released, uh, laid off like 740 people. So good day for that today. Oh, that was oh shit. Today, I think, yeah. Okay. yeah so so that, that worked out really well. He doesn't give a shit about people. Ooh. He released it. He, hold on. He, he fired the people when? Uh, I, will, I will look it up for you real quick. Oh, today? Supposedly, that's what Hoosage just said. He said he, he should have done, done the day. Should have done the day you released the streaming streaming platform. No one noticed. <laughs> it's also the day that Dame got traded. Yeah, that would have felt. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was it was funny because there was a bunch of tweets that day about the jersey patches, and someone tagged me in making it Arby's, and I said, "Yeah, the underreported part here is that he doesn't care about cancer, and not a single." person that wanted to like that tweet they ran from that fucking tweet like it was well like it was cancer um and they wanted nothing to do with it they, they're not five for the fight anymore yeah, they're yeah. zero for the fight uh, so about, about 12 hours ago the Qualtrics story started dropping so um wow. but yes yeah, so. but just so just for everyone listening we do care about cancer we research do. And it's very important to us and we're not going to turn yeah we're spo- we sponsor five of the fight well, far, not we, that far. Uh, I, was like, I was like, we we do. <laughs> like, no, no, we, like, we we hope we hope to. We aspire to. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we send our thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. The occasional go and the occasional GoFundMe if you well, uh, hit, yeah. hit me the right time on Paycheck Friday. But gentlemen, yeah. it's good to have you back on the pod. Uh, you know, it's hopefully you know when the season starts, we'll have that same energy that we had. Like last year, we had some some good jazz energy. I mean, it may not have been positive, but we had some good jazz energy, and uh, uh, it was nice uh, to get back into it. Um, uh, you know, we're trying to do some big things this year. Uh, hopefully, add an audio engineer to help you know take the load off and get these episodes out on time. And then uh, we got some interviews coming up. Uh, you know, we got a Rudy Gobert interview coming. Not not actual Rudy Gobert, but hopefully talking to some people about Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, and maybe Boyan Bogdanovich. I mean, that's the, that's the trade that did the Jazz win that trade? Did Danny Ainge win that trade? I don't know. I mean, what was uh, that trade? doesn't huh? seem like it. The Kelly Olenek? Olenek? Yeah, the Linux trade. No. So. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> feels like it's, it's one of those like I don't know. A year later, like I remember, I know the when it happened, it didn't feel good. A year it felt later, like we got yeah. It felt like it felt like the first trade he lost, right? right? And a year later, feels feels kind of even. Like well, yeah, yeah, because they just yeah, signed him to a big extension, and then he went nowhere, right? right. Yeah, and 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 they were asking for first, and no one would give it up for him. So I, I right. think it proved that he wasn't worth the first, right? For yeah. Firsts. Yeah. So and I, uh, again, completely different players, but yeah, I think that they're. They're role players. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, like, and that's I, I kind of want to explore, explore, explore 
you know stuff that happened a year ago and see if, how our feelings change. You know, and so yeah, I think I think Kelly, I think Kelly turned out to be better than we thought it was. I have to give him credit for that. I mean, the advance. Some people are really high on Kelly Olynyk, yes, right? But I mean, I, I think we can. I think we can all agree that he was better than I think, we thought we were. Getting. I think they're starting Kelly Olynyk at point varying guard, degrees. So, so um, point point Olynyk is going to be the thing. So um, uh, start the three start, bigs. We're starting seven <laughs> seven footers this yes, year. Exactly. Seven, seven yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're going to be the giant of this team. Uh, Jared, is that go the distance forty nine? Um, are you still are you still busting Barkering? No. Uh, well, I mean, it depends on when AJ actually has time. His his new fatherhood. Yeah, yeah, getting in the way. But um, NBA season coming, so he might be busting Barkering sooner than later. Uh, Dragon Squatch, you're going to be in town with a lot of Jazz fans here in a a few days, right? That's a secret. I'm not not supposed to know that. (laughs) Just don't tell my family. (laughs) 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 It's an in and out operation. In and out. Yeah, um, if she listens, to, if she listens to this podcast, which we like, know she when, does. When does Marnay listen to the podcast? I don't think she has in a while. I haven't got any commentary from her in a minute. That she we have, we have, one or didn't. We also haven't. Oh, had good, episodes. good. We, then you're safe. We haven't had episodes. Yeah. Like, we haven't had episodes in like two months. So. Yeah, but even back then, I think she gave up on it. She realized. <laughs> she just she realized again that I was a lost cause, and it's just. <laughs> she just, she never made it this far. So. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Well, um, uh, hopefully she doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, this uh, is the podcast that cares about cancer treatment but hates kids. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys. Uh, balance is important. Guys. Balance is important. We'll see you guys next time.